Good afternoon, and thank you for tuning in to the first ever Inspire podcast. My name is Drew Carruthers, and for close to 20 years, I've been working with youth in the after school and summer camp worlds. And as just as many years, I have also been coaching youth and high school athletes between both basketball and baseball. Our Inspire podcast is meant to inspire youth. Each episode, we're going to be bringing guest speakers on to talk about their background in the sports world. Kids these days have such big dreams, which are good dreams, whether it's to play in the major leagues, to play in the NBA, or whether it's to be a broadcaster with ESPN. But we want to show them the viewpoint from a professional that are in those backgrounds about the road that it takes to get there. Today, I'm excited about our first guest speaker. Our first guest speaker today is Mark Budzinski from the Toronto Blue Jays. How are you? Good, Drew. Good to see you, man. Thanks for having me on. No, absolutely, Mark. Appreciate it. Um, so I'm going to give the listeners here a little background on your playing days, managerial days, get a little bit into your personal life. Um, so Mark was a University of Richmond baseball player. He graduated in 1995. Um, he was drafted in the 21st round of the 1995 draft by the Cleveland Indians. I played in the Indians organization from 95 to 2001. Uh, Some of the other organizations he played with in his playing days were the Cubs, Brewers, Reds, and Phillies. Uh, He made his major league debut in 2003 with the Cincinnati Reds. And also during his minor league days in 2001, he was a silver medalist uh, at the Baseball World Cup, uh, which was managed by Tony Franconia. In 2014, he went back to professional baseball as a manager Uh, for the single-A Lake County Captains in the Indians organization. Um, And for the next three seasons, he stayed within the Indians organization. And 2015 and 16, he was with single-A Lynchburg, and he brought them to -to back-to-back playoff appearances. Uh, In 2018, he made his Major League debut as a coach with the Cleveland Indians as a bench coach. And then in 2019, he made the uh, move to Toronto, where he is currently the first base coach Uh, with the Toronto Blue Jays. Um, And he's now married uh, to Monica, who was with him all during his playing days in the minors. Uh, They have three beautiful kids, um, two girls, one boy. And uh, he also opened up a real estate business while he was back home in Richmond in between his playing and managerial days. Um, So as you see, Mark has a lot of background in this. So, you know, kind of kicking that off, Mark, after reading all that stuff off, um, you know, everyone always talks about these professional athletes and, you know, during your playing career, what do you think one of your biggest highlights was college or pro ball, whatever it may have been, a pitcher you faced that you weren't going to touch, whatever it may have been. (laughs) That was almost all of them. So it wasn't, it wasn't real pretty. It was a grind for me. If you look at my career numbers, Drew, but, uh, I think two two of the things that stick out from from one from college and one for pro ball, college wise um, was when we got to 1995. I was a senior. Uh, Sean Casey was on the team. He was a junior. Uh, we had a pitcher by the name of Bobby St. Pierre who was uh, who also got drafted that year was a junior, and uh, we ended up going to the regionals at Clemson, and that would had been the first year in, in you know in our existence at Richmond uh, that we got the opportunity to go to the regionals. I think they went in the mid 80s. Um, so that experience, obviously, you know, um, being able to compete at a higher level against some pretty good schools, um, uh, like Clemson, like, um, Alabama, who we played there. And unfortunately we didn't come out of there. We got beat pretty bad by Alabama, but, uh, but great experience. 
And then secondly would, would have been, um, you know, my time uh, getting drafted, obviously number one to be able to play professionally. It was a dream of mine since I was five years old and, uh, that, that never forget that day and that opportunity, even though I was a very late round pick, uh, I was just excited to get the opportunity to play professionally. And, uh, that same year in 1995, we won, um, we won the championship in the New York Penn league, which is basically short season, a ball. Uh, and in my 11 years, I was the only championship I won. So that one definitely sticks out. Although we went to the playoffs, I would say probably seven or eight of those 11 years on the teams I was on. I was very fortunate to play some, with some good players and good teams, only won one. So that just shows you how difficult it is to, to be able to pull that off. Um, so that, those would be my top two highlights. Well, that's awesome. That's awesome. Very cool experience. Yeah, I remember when I was playing, you know, we had to face, you know, back in college, we go to our spring break my freshman year and we're facing University of Miami and their stadium on campus. And, you know, they were the defending NCAA champions, which is kind of, you know, when you're playing, you know, for Iona, you know, it was a big eye opener to see these, you know, five foot ten kids throwing ninety eight miles an hour, throwing sliders, about ninety two. So it's a, you know, just to see the college, then you having the experience of the professional, very, very cool. Um, then you took a break from the game in between your playing days and getting back into your managing days. Um, what kind of gave you the itch to get back into baseball after time away, time with the family, opening up your real estate business? You know, I know there was probably a lot of thought and conversation that you and Monica had. Um, so what kind of brought you to do that? Yeah, you know, when I got done playing, I was just looking forward to being at home, being a dad. I had two kids at the time and a third one soon to come thereafter. So I wanted to, wanted to be around a little bit more. But the further I got out away from baseball, the more I missed it. And um, so I was going to going to real estate appointments. And when I was in the car, I found myself listening to M uh, MLB on XM all the time, like basically between every appointment, just what was going on in the league, what, you know, who, how the players were doing. And uh, I had a conversation with Ross Atkins, who at the time was in the front office with Cleveland. And this was the fall of 2013. Uh, and he just mentioned, hey, if you ever – want to get back in the game let's talk about it and he had said that before but this time I was like I'm ready to talk about it and it kind of surprised him I think so we set up a call for a couple days later spoke for about 30 minutes and then ended up the next week flying up there and met with um with Ross and Mark Shapiro and Terry Francona and some of those other front office folks and was fortunate enough to uh, to get the opportunity but I just missed the game you know I felt like I played it for so long like I mentioned it was a struggle for me in my career because I wasn't very good but I think that that allowed me to learn a lot of things that maybe some other people comes easy to them. Wasn't, it wasn't easy for me. So I, you know, I think I can understand when players struggle, what that's like and, and felt like I could share and give back um, being a coach to do so. And just very thankful to, to have gotten that opportunity. Right. Right. Now you played for Tony uh, at the world uh, baseball classic. Um, what was kind of, when you walked through that door and you saw Tony there uh, was it kind of, you know, what was that experience? Cause you had played for him. It'd probably been years since you had seen him. I know, you know, you and I's discussions, you know, going to games yeah. together and seeing you, you two have a very good relationship. So what was that kind of like walking in and seeing one of your old mentors sitting right there at the table? Yeah. Tito, Tito was awesome. So, you know, he, he was a uh, kind of a special instructor in spring training one year when I was a player, it was either 2000 or 01. And this was when he was in between jobs and, and, um, just took, just was awesome. Always talked to, asked questions about outfield play. Him had played some outfield and was a left-handed hitter, and just discussing the game and 
it was nice to start that relationship. And when he had the opportunity to manage that Team USA in 2001, which was right after September 11th, um, something obviously that that I'll never forget, um, was it was a great part of coaching staff with Brad Mills, who's a, who's a bench coach in Cleveland, and he and he and Brad have been together for a long time. Um, and Mike Barnett, who was a hitting coach, who's been in baseball a long time. Kirk Champion was was a pitching coach, has been in baseball a long time. These guys are all baseball lifers, and and not only do they know the game well, and you pick up things and learn from them, they're a heck of a lot of fun. They uh, they enjoy every day, and I, I think that's a huge message for kids out there. Like it, it's a game, you got to enjoy it. You know, even even when you're in the big leagues and the minor leagues, and it's every day, and you're you're you know, it's it can be a grind. Whatever you do, you better love it. Um, and and I've been very fortunate now for going into my seventh year to be able to work in, in a game every day and something I love. No, that's great. That's great. Um, now, obviously, minor leagues, you're in the hotels, you're you're riding the bus everywhere. Now you're in the big leagues, so you get a few more plane rides and less bus time. Um, but with that, you get back into the intense travel schedule. You're going almost three quarters of the year, you know, Um what are some of the roadblocks and challenges with that managing your family, managing a business that you still maintain back home? Um, you know, it's, it's a lot to handle, especially being in the hotel life and carrying your laptop, but you also have your day-to-day -day, uh, responsibilities with the Blue Jays. So what are kind of some of the roadblocks um, with that? Yeah, I think in the minor leagues, you know, both in the minor leagues and the big leagues, really, you've got people that schedule everything. So, the bus shows up. That's not up to me. That's actually the trainers do an amazing job in the minor leagues of taking care of buses and hotels and everything. In the big leagues, we have a travel secretary. Um, our guy, Mike Shaw, is one of the best at, at you know scheduling flights, hotels, making sure planes are on time and all that kind of stuff. So we're very blessed in that way. But obviously, like you mentioned, Drew, we're away from our families a ton. And that's the hardest part of this game, in my opinion, is, is not the actual travel itself, but what it takes you away from. You know, missing kids, uh, whether it be performances, uh, games, school events, uh, all that stuff can eat at you. And and so you you know things like FaceTime and and Skype and and other things like you know the the technology allows is a huge help with that. But it's still not the same as being there. And and so you know you've got to have a very supportive spouse at home that uh, that, that that takes care of a lot of that and and make sure the kids are doing what they're supposed to be doing and staying out of trouble. Um, and, and can deal with, you know, the husband being away a lot. So just very blessed that the whole family has been supportive of it. And, um, you know, aside from that, they get, to, they get some cool experiences. They get to travel to different cities and, and spend some time in Toronto, which is, you know, a big urban city that they've not, not used to spending a lot of time in. Um, so there, there is some really neat, neat parts of it that they get. But, you know, the, the being apart from family is the biggest challenge. And we just try to, to try to talk every day and FaceTime and just be engaged in, in school and what they got going on as, as much as possible. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, it's, you know, having a big, busy work schedule is hard enough sometimes as a family, but when you're in state to state on a bus, on a plane, you know, I can only imagine, you know, and it, I think it's also probably Monica knew you in the playing days, so she kind of knew the dynamic you were getting yourself back that's, into. So that's a great point. You know, having she having a we dated and I got married while I was playing in the minor leagues, so she knew what that life, what that life is like. That certainly made it a little easier. Yeah, no, that's great. That's great. And I, again, your kids are also getting to go to a lot of cool games and you know a lot of meet some players and stuff like that. So very cool for them in that aspect as well. Um, now you're back in the big leagues, all right? You've you've coached, you know, you were with the uh, Indians when they made it to you know Game Seven of the World Series against the Cubs. 
Um, you've probably had some pretty cool highlights in the you know your managerial days. You've you know coached people, you know Clint Frazier, some other guys that have made it up to the bigs. Um, you know, other than that game seven, you and I were at together. You know, out there in Cleveland. Uh, what's one of your biggest highlights uh, being back in the big leagues? Yeah, amazing being together for that game. You know, especially when Roger Davis hit that home run to tie it. I thought the place was, was I thought there's no way we were not winning that game. But uh, a little rain delay took it took it sideways for us. But uh, proud to be a part of the organization. The Indians treated me unbelievably. And um, aside from that, I think you know the, the, being in the big leagues every day is a blessing. You know, to be on the on the field with the best players in the world. Uh, never take that for granted, and I enjoy enjoy those relationships and and learning from guys as much as they learn from me. Quite honestly, um, I think some of the highlights uh, in, in 2018 with Cleveland when we uh, I was I was there for our, our uh, playoff experience with Houston, uh, which unfortunately didn't go our way at all. But uh, great to be in that environment, know what it's like, feel that energy and that excitement from not only the, you know the players but the fans and, and everybody that supported us. Um, and then with the, with the Blue Jays, just really excited in the direction we're going. We've got a, a really good core of young players right now who are hungry and uh, who want to prove the world wrong. They think that, that we're better than people think they are. And I think that's a, a very exciting time for us to be a part of. So very, very thankful and looking forward to uh, whenever the time is right and we, uh, we can get this virus cleared off that we can get back to playing some games. Yeah, no, you guys are fun to watch. It's really, you know, since you've gotten involved, that you know, following you has been something that we're doing. And now with the Blue Jays, you have what three sons of ex big leaguers? You have Bo Bichette, um, you have Biggio, and you got Vlad Jr. Right? That's right. That's right. And uh, Griffin Conine's in the minor leagues, so we've got a fourth coming at some point as well. Uh, so very, very uh, deep bloodlines when it comes to our uh, our players and, and their their parents. No, that's great. That's great. It's kind of cool to watch, and especially with all these second generation kids and you know, kind of seeing, you know, the process and sometimes it is in the blood and sometimes it may not be. So, um, you know, now, you know, talking with you, you know, the whole title of our podcast is Inspire. Um, kind of now sharing some of your background in your um, playing days, your managerial days. Um, what are some, you know, for any kid out there, what are some words of advice you would give them? I think number one is just be passionate about whatever you do, you know, whether it's baseball or another sport or school or music or whatever, whatever you're into, enjoy it, be passionate about it. It, it takes work to be good at something. So don't think it's going to come easy, but, uh, but enjoy that process and learn from it. And at times when you struggle or times when you learn things, so uh, be persistent, uh, enjoy that process. Um, remember how many people support you through that, whether it be parents, grandparents, uh, you know, loved ones, uh, be appreciative of everything they do for you. I know I think a lot about my parents and driving me all over the place. I played a couple sports growing up, so all the sacrifices they, that they made for me. So make sure that you're thankful for all that they do on that end. And I think the teammate aspect is a huge part of, you know, even if you don't play professionally down the road, learning how to, to interact among, amongst your peers carries you a long way when you get into the business world or whatever you decide to do. And, 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 you know, being with people and developing relationships is the most important part of anything we, we do in any arena, in my opinion. And, and you know, respecting people and learning from people and having pot, having fun arguments about things is, is ways to learn. And just say at the end of the day, respecting each other. Wow, that's great, Mark. Um, really appreciate that. Um, I appreciate the time that you took out today. Um, and, 
you know, hopefully we get you on later down the road. Maybe we'll get you mid-season, you know, whenever that may take off and ca- catch you on the road or, you know, s- somewhere down the line here. But I, all those words that you really just gave to the kids is true, you know, it, and they, they should, you know, live by it. And I think one of the biggest things that you just said is love what you do. Um, and you got to put the effort into what you do. And that comes a lot easier if you love what you do and learn to be a good team player professionally um, in the business world and on the playing field, whatever playing field that may be. Um, so thank you for taking the time today. Um, and I will um, connect you later on down the road. Hopefully catch you at a game. You know, you know, I'll be there, you know, when you come to New York and, you know, tell the family I said hello. And thanks again for your time today. Look forward to seeing you guys in New York. Family hello for us as well. And uh, thanks again for having me on, Drew. Good seeing you. Well, there you have it. Some inspiring words from the first base coach of the Toronto Blue Jays, Mark Podzinski. For all you baseball fanatics out there, I hope you had fun tuning in, getting to listen to the words from a major league first base coach. Uh, For all you youth out there, you other baseball fanatics, hopefully you can take some of his personal experiences as a player and manager and learn something from it. We're going to wrap up this first episode by taking some of Mark's words and say, love what you do. I appreciate you all tuning in to the first episode of Inspire. Uh, Our second episode will be out soon, but I'm going to wrap things up and just say be well and take care.